哇！ Oh my god! Not every game. Sometimes now, Brody. Wow. Yeah, I wanted you wow. to hear that live for the first time. Anyways, that's uh, our new friend of the show, Rody Walker from Protest the Hero. Great Canadian band that a lot of our listeners were like already big fans of. Tons of people were reaching out going, oh, God, you know these guys? So shout out to Rody for doing that. By the way, especially shout out to him because that's a professional who whipped that up. <laughs> that's a pro who whipped that up. We had so many people send us just songs they have written. <laughs> like, <laughs> us. So we said, yo, send us some songs. Uh, we want a new intro song. And a lot of you guys just wanted the Spotify or YouTube click of stuff you'd written like four years ago. And shout out to all of you that do that. I respect the grind. But yeah, Rody from Protest the Hero one in a landslide justin born occasionally is the line is my favorite <laughs> lyric of any song <laughs> I, i'm stunned the yeah. the pure electricity of our new en- intro song yeah has sent me back to like it's 10 o'clock like a normal leaves talk time i'm just ready to rock i'm so ready. impressed by that i will say my wife ali was very impressed that the guy from protest the hero was like she's like oh really she's like i oh. loved them in high school She's like, I was went through the big emo phase. I love them, the screamo. I love them. I was like, whoa, love it. Anyways, most of you are watching this in the morning. You the, the <laughs> sickos that are in the chat right now, like Joe, you and Mike can throw chat stuff into the into the mix tonight. Like you can yeah. throw the sickos up here because shout out to any of you. Like, I don't want to say go to bed because I want you to watch. <laughs> this is what we do for a living. If I don't get to sleep, you don't get to sleep. But yeah, thank you for watching. So Leafs win. Uh, I almost became a millionaire tonight. Had Austin Matthews scored that third goal, I honestly I might not have even shown up to do this. Even like, so rich, buddy. I had three separate, four separate bets. Three of them hit. the The fourth one that was just sitting there waiting was plus seventeen hundred Matthews hat trick. And I thought for sure I was going to get that empty net gold, that sweet empty net gold. Didn't quite get well, it, but he does get fifty. You almost got it on what would have been the nicest goal of his career right mm-hmm. after he bounces one off his throat into the net where the puck, like he tips it up to himself. And before it touches down on ice, he hits it out of midair with his backhand and it just skips by the net. Like it was missed by a foot. So that would have been a really great way to get that. So yeah, nice job on your betting. Uh, here's the thing. Turns out betting on Austin Matthews to score in NHL games has been a profitable affair this year. Yeah, I was especially talking when they're to, against bad teams. Yeah, I was talking in and the news from today. There. It's like, you know, if you had a bet, you know, every game for him to get a hat trick, you'd be very rich. You'd mm-hmm. be way up units. So, uh, yeah, another one tonight. And I just, it was really, really apparent from the start of this game and the least went to sleep a couple different times. Mm-hmm. But the way they came out in the first period, those guys were had had some team bonding. Those boys have been out together. They've been golf and they're all sunburnt. Matthews looks like he's been on the, on the beach or no, I guess not the Bobby, beach. Bobby took them for the local cuisine, buddy. Oh yeah. He, the, the, he showed them he around had, town. Well, he, he had a barbecue at his place. They, yeah. He a, took them to the pool. 
Yeah, according to his, uh, according to the broadcast, he had a barbecue at his place, mm. hosted everybody. They're probably out of the links. Some strong team building activities. I would probably include a couple margaritas in that where there's a bunch of team building. They're feeling very together throughout that first period. They're running it up. And then they come out for the second period. They're like, oh, crap. Uh, I'm starting to feel the burn a little bit here. <laughs> like, oh, like literally feeling the sunburn and the burn. And uh, they kind of went to sleep a bit. But ultimately, they, they guided home on the brilliance of a lot of their stars again. And I thought it was just a, a fun one for them. And it's good that they got it over the line. Yeah, it was fun. I I would have loved it had it been late night. Listen, if the Leafs really do matter the most, right, then they should just mercy rule teams like that. It's like, hey, 6-3, as soon as Tavares ripped that one, the game's over. It's everybody go home. Everybody get out of the arena. Matthews, I love that he scored the goal from the right side, shooting it low and shooting Mm -hmm. it like has – look how casual this goal is. Like, run the Mm -hmm. highlight again, Joe. He just – like, look at this goal. He's – this is a little bit of a long highlight, but he's in the corner. He's in that little sweet spot that we've been talking about. Shooting it low as always just whips it. It's like a lacrosse shot, you know, like that's what mm-hmm. that one looked like to me where it's a, it's a guy whipping a lacrosse ball at the net. Anyways, good for Matthews. I'm glad he hit it. The second one is ridiculous, but I do got to say out of this game, Matthews played really well. The team rallied around trying to get it for him, but mm-hmm. I'm telling you, dude, Mitch Marner's on one right now. Like when Mitch Marner's oh, on, it's a totally different team. He's a totally different animal. We're going to see what they look like again against some of these good teams right now, but he was buzzing tonight. Absolutely. And he tied Boreas Salming, I think, tonight for the most multi-assist uh, games in a row, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Like, tying Boreas Salming in anything for least records is very good. And yeah, he's just playing with supreme confidence, fluidity, drive, passion, all the things that you expect from Marner when he's on he is playing with right now. Like he's just direct has the puck in the stick making great plays like the through the legs against the grain pass that he makes mm. to TJ Brody. Who like, are you playing with a broomstick TJ? Like how do you, like, TJ was good tonight. he was good. He's been good yeah. since he moved over to the other side. Like he's really improved, but you had the stick. You're an NHLer. The puck mm-hmm. was on your stick in the slot and you like just shoot it in the net. Anyways, it ends up in the net. But like the stuff that he like, look at this pass. If you're watching on Sportsnet Plus, like that's mm-hmm. just absurd stuff. Gorgeous. That's 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 London Knights, Mitch Marner. That's junior Dude, he, hockey. Mitch he had Marner. like he had like 10 ridiculous plays in this game. Like Look at this angle just, of TJ. I know. Yeah. Like, oh, let's look my dad. Like, what's he doing out there? <laughs> anyway, he uh. I think that he thought for a second he's going to be able to wait him out and then go yeah. backhand, and 100%. then he lost his balance a little bit there while he was trying to drag, and yeah. he ended up trying to take a low wrister. So yeah, a bit of a toughie, but it's it's fine. It ends up in Matthews' goals. Yeah. Actually, two breaks tonight for Matthews because he doesn't get the first goal if not for the offside by Lejoie. Mm-hmm. Domi makes a little dipsy doodle at the line. Leafs go offside. They take a Robertson goal off the board, and then yeah, Brody probably buries that if he doesn't lose an edge. And mm-hmm. it gives Matthews his second one. So, yeah, a little bit of kismet there for those ones. Anyway, um, yeah, he was great. I'm going to say, too, uh, I got a few things from this game. Yeah, you're right. Leafs played great in the first period. They got five power plays. They went to sleep in the second. Uh, Sheldon Keefe called it, I thought, what was a good timeout for them. They kind of needed it when they were Agreed. reeling at the start of the second. Glad and then you brought third that up period, because it re- I thought that really mattered at that point of the game. They actually really, really. needed it. And, and then the third period was just it pretty plain and simple. Arizona, like The Coyotes had a chance. They had a power play. 
They couldn't convert, and Nylander gets fortuitous timing out of the box, and the game is just, it, it's over at that point. And Tavares scores one. But I want to talk about the Tavares goal a little bit here because mm. he is normally Mr. Stoic, right? Like Mr. Mm-hmm. Boring, always the same, Mr. Consistent. You know exactly what you're going to get from him. I thought he looked really annoyed at points in time in this hockey game tonight. And he ripped that goal, and it was his first one in 28 games. And it's a meaningless end-of-the-game goal. All of a sudden, he's playing down the third line. You know, he's losing power play time. I I, I think that was a big one for him, man. I really do. Yeah. I, I don't want to over-exaggerate this. I don't want to say that all of a sudden his game is necessarily going to change. But we talk about Bertuzzi a lot needing to see the puck go in the net. I, I think Tavares needed to win. And for him to just have a five-on-five goal off the rush where he just rips, like, rips it like that, mm-hmm. big for 91. To me, to me, the body language was starting to get a little sour. Yeah, I think uh, it's just a guy that uh, we talked a little bit about this today on our show. But when in John Tavares's career, from the time he started playing hockey till right now, has he not been on the top line, top power play unit? You know, just like key guy on every team he's ever been on. Exactly. And I think there's there's a little bit of it now where Father Time is catching up a bit. He gets hurt there. He misses a game. His 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 role has been diminished a little bit. He sees Domi going up into the into the two C slot there. He sees Bertuzzi coming on, getting in his into the you know a guy that scored one goal in however many games that Bertuzzi has coming for his power play one minutes. Like mm-hmm. I think there's probably some just testing to see what you got. A little bit of load management involved with this with Tavares trying to ease him back in. But I also think there's probably some motivation factor with them being like, let's see what we can get out of them. And you're right. It seemed like he really, really needed that one. And when was, what was 28 games ago? When was that? I, 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 I is that, is that pre-Christmas? Feels yeah, like that's course. pre-Christmas, right? Yeah, of course it's pre-Christmas. When is that? I, I can't, I can't even think, November. but like, that's a November. long time ago. Or it's early that December. Is a, <laughs> excuse me that's a really really long time for john tavares a guy who is a prolific scorer for his whole career to go 28 games without a five-on-five goal is unbelievable so yeah and it was a nice one too like that goalie tonight uh Benjamin was awful I thought he was pretty stinky for the most of the game and i didn't think that was a particularly well played one good shot but you know but it's just nice to see it hit the back of the net off a wrister like that so good on him Needed stinky it. and he was showing up his team a little bit with the oh, whole, yeah. like every single time he's letting one in, he's yeah. De- oh, wow. December 11th. Yeah. See, I was going to say when he, got his thousandth, when he got his thousandth point, that was yeah. the last time he scored an even strength goal. That is yeah. unbelievable. Truly. Oh insane. my God. Really it's is almost man. spring. The golf yeah. courses are almost open in Toronto here. Like it's, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. uh, man, one of the things, so they go five and zero without Morgan Riley. And to me, the, the biggest development during this, well, I mean, there's been two things over the stretch. Obviously, like Matthews ripping it up and scoring a ton of goals has been a major story, but we've already known that he could score. But Bobby McMahon has emerged as a guy, and the TJ Brody, Timothy Lilligren experiment is starting to look better and better. The first game, you know, I cooked Lilligren. I thought that he looked horrible. He's someone that I've been pretty critical of this year. I know he had the ankle injury, but I went, man, this is a bit of a lost season. All of a sudden, he gets all these minutes. And he's starting to look like a guy. And man, they had this turnover on the power play early on. Look at this back check by him. Catches up. That's Cooley. Mm-hmm. Fires him. Sh- fires a shoulder in him. Pushes him in the boards. Right. Yep. 
Like, nice physical play there. Eviscerates him. Uh, does it again later in the game. He just, he looks way more confident. He's using the body better. He's going north-south. There was another play that he had in this game where he just drove the net four on four. He got some time and space and he just decided to take it to himself, made a house call, almost scored a goal. He looks great. And Brody looks better too. He's jumping up in the rush. He looks way more offensive on his left side. They get a goal in this game. The very first one, McBann ends up bearing it. The the king, the the new the new great leaf, probably <laughs> the biggest fan favorite going right now. Like Matthew scores fifty one, and people are like, yeah, yeah. Well, what did Bobby McMahon do anyway? Uh, like Brody creates this play, like being on that side and and getting yeah. it towards the net and get it to a good spot. And that's not something that we've seen from him on his offhand. Is the offensive side of TJ Brody? He's capable of doing it. It's been a part of his career. I'm, I'm, it's going to be kind of curious what Sheldon Keith decides to do when he gets Morgan Riley back in the lineup tomorrow night. It's honestly really fascinating because I completely agree with everything you said there. And I think the trajectory of Timothy Lilligren's seasons have been up, 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 and then like crashing down towards the mm-hmm. end of the season. And it really felt like that was starting to happen here where you know, he was having a good start to the year. He crashes into the boards. He's out for however long he missed. He missed a ton of time. And then he came back and he never really had found it. And I'm not sure what it was playing partner role, whatever. I mean, maybe some of it had to do with playing with 40 year old Giordano for some of the time. Like, I'm not sure what it was injury. And then all of a sudden you elevate him with a guy that looks more comfortable on his second pair as on the, on the left side there. And to me, this looks like a, uh, a pairing that could maybe play second pair minutes for you if you were to find someone that could play on the top pair with Riley. And that's mm-hmm. clearly easy, much easier said than done here. There's a, a obvious names out there that people are going to point to, like the Tanevs and whoever else you want to point to. It's easier mm-hmm. said than done. But this is for me and for Keith and probably for Brad Treliving a bit of a wake-up call in terms of what you need on the back end and who you'd play with who. Because mm-hmm. I've really liked the way those guys have looked together. And I'm really, you know, I, sh- I guess I shouldn't be as surprised as I am, but it's just Brody's night and day on the left side. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it looks like he's a different guy. He looks free. looks like he's playing a different sport since he's got moved over to that side. So it's really interesting. And like, we're going to find out as soon as tomorrow what he does. And I, I really, if I had to guess old Brody's going back over to the right. If I, if I had to guess right now, that's probably what I would say would happen, but we'll see what mm-hmm. happens. I personally, I wouldn't mess with it. And we've seen Sheldon Keefe do the whole don't mess with the lineup thing in the past. Mm-hmm. So he's going to leave that, Riley out. No, yeah, I don't think he's going to be doing that. <laughs> but uh, to me, it, it's like everybody, I, I mentioned this today on my podcast. I went into greater detail about this. So go there. If you want to listen to Myrtle and I chop this up a little bit more, we'll keep this one a little tighter. But I think it, it it gives Brad Tree Living a bit of an out here to try to replicate the Luke Shen thing. You know, use a use a lower pick, try to get a sturdy stay at home guy that you can trust, like not to play mistake free hockey with a little bit of physicality. Because let's be honest, there's just like there's not a ton of big names out there. The Hannafin thing feels like a bit of a pipe dream. Tanev is too expensive. Maybe you're looking at somebody else a little cheaper that you can just put with Riley, and you sort of run three pairs rather than having you know one just shut down everything pairing like we're used to seeing in the playoffs anyway i i love it i love it for both players i think that yeah uh the segment with myrtle jobo mentioned too is up on youtube so you know if you're up you know you stay up all night you just stay up all night and watch this well, if you're watching if you're watching this right now like you're gonna stay up an extra half hour to watch your segment 
bro. Um, Lilligren most struggling. It's late Lil- night. We're coughing. I know we're coughing. We're dying. I, I was getting we're old guys. Just old bros, old dogs, just dying. <laughs> just dying. I'm, I'm, I'm just painfully getting through this. Try not to complain. Try not to complain. Lilligren has seven of his sixteen points this year. Our boy Kevin Papetti, he pointed that out. Seven of his sixteen points have come during this five games without Morgan Riley. Yeah, he's like, also got to play on the the hottest power play unit yeah. in the league. No doubt, so, I mean, but I'm he, just saying part, that yeah. it's two things. Is one is that he was a complete non-factor in the season, injury or yeah. not. Like yeah. having that, like having nine points for an mm-hmm. entire season so far is rough look for a guy that's supposed to have some offense in his game. I just I can't believe how different he looks. And to me, this is one of the stories of the Leaf season, dude. They're, it looks like they're trending in the right direction. This suspension happened at the right time when it came to mm-hmm. lighting the fire on them, getting some softer opponents that they took care of, but. I, I really do think it's been a year for Sheldon Keefe where all of a sudden some other guys are getting opportunity and getting ice time and they're showing what they can do. And will he be able to stick with that? Will he show that faith in some of these players and try to get more out of them? Or is he going to go back to classic Sheldon Keefe and try to run the same playbooks out there and do what you're saying is, you know, just throw TJ Brody back with Morgan Riley. I think that lacks creativity. I think that's, that would be a disappointment to me. If you're wondering if he's going to do that, the line of having, Bertuzzi, Nylander, and Domi playing as your second line tells you that he's kind of changing. Yeah. And I think it may be out of necessity because of where Tavares is at in his career in terms of his production and his speed and all the stuff that he brings you. But I thought that second line tonight was really good. And like all of this is through the prism of playing against a team that's lost now 11 games in a row and I thought it was pretty bad for long stretches of that game. But I did like that line a lot tonight. And it feels like Domi and Bertuzzi's sort of aggressiveness and quote unquote, the most overused word for this season, snot, what had kind of translated to Nylander tonight. I, I, I haven't seen him act like that ever. When have you, have you ever seen him do anything like that other than passion so, act at one time in overtime when he like slew footed him? But tonight he was legitimately pissed off. He was hacking yeah. and whacking. Dursey goes at him. He goes back at him at the one point. Like I do feel that Domi and Bertuzzi kind of rubbed off Nylander in the right way, <laughs> rubbed off on Nylander in the right way. Whoa, going blue on least talk, maybe oh, after yeah, dinner. It's the money. It's the uh, Red <laughs> Shoe Diaries edition. Let's keep it clean here, brother. Let's, let's not have that kind of talk. It's Whoa. Yeah, well, Anyways, I, just, I, I know what you're saying. They, I know what you're saying. had a good impact on him. I really yeah. do think that. So they, I, they I want to keep this line together for a little longer. See what they got against some better teams. Dude, I, I think that there really is something about the group gelling a little bit here. I do think, again, them being in Arizona, them being at Matthew's house, being with Matthew's family, mm-hmm. feeling a little less like the mercenary squad. Guys playing more minutes, right? Yep. Everyone's starting to feel like they have a real role on this team instead of just the top guns getting their 20 plus and then everybody else scratching and clawing between nine and 13. Mm-hmm. They just they feel more like a team right now flat out Uh, and i'm really excited for this next stretch of play i know i keep saying it but it's true like i can't wait to see how different they look against the avalanche coming up i can't wait to see how they look against the bruins and whether this translates when they're not playing in an arena that you know has weird cameras poor lighting weird boards (laughs) and five fans of the home team i love i do love i think i've made this this uh analogy last year but it's like Seeing an NHL game at that barn be like seeing Kanye West at Lee's Palace, like it's pretty sick. 
you're right on top of them. Like it's, yeah. that's you're seeing, it's like the Lumley Bayshore known sound that arena, like it's similar size. You're seeing a really, really good product up close. So, uh, it's cool. I think for one visit, like Sheldon Keith was like, it's pretty cool to come here. It's something a little different. Mm-hmm. Ask the players on the Coyotes. I was, I was just going to say that's so it's so Bush League, man. I, I know that it's a novelty for some people. And when they go and have their night there and get drunk yeah. and mullet, it's a cool name and weird barn and small <laughs> and you're in the desert and all this stuff, right? You're going there probably for a golf trip and then dropping in on the hockey right. game. And you're like, damn, I this is cool. You, as a guy who was recently in Old Town Scottsdale within the mm-hmm. last year, mm-hmm. I can't imagine the night those Leaf boys are going to have tonight. Like they just got a big dub, no, nice not, weather, no, Scottsdale, the fans. Yeah, all okay, the fans. Say, at least play tomorrow night. All, all the fans. They're gonna be yeah. pouring into Blondies, pouring into all the bars in Old Town. They're just gonna be having a time, singing karaoke. Old Town Scottsdale is one of the greatest places on earth. I've never had more fun at a night out than that place. Mm-hmm. So enjoy yourselves tonight. Uh, Leaf fans, because it's going to be phenomenal. Yeah, I was going to say, no, no one, no one that's there is watching this. You're like, enjoy yeah, yourself. People that are already in their the Ubers. They're yeah, they're, in their they're Ubers. watching. They're watching on their phones in the Ubers. Uh, last thing for me on this game is just. Mm. Well, actually, no. I want to finish that thought about the scrums though, and like the, the coming together yeah. as a team. That chippiness, dude. That's not just. That's not just like for the Leafs. That's a, that's a, that's a real thing, dude. I had no other word, and it's late. Uh, it, it isn't, you know what I mean? Like oh, it's just the not. bad boys are back. No, but dude, it's, it's not, it's not like it, it's real. It, it has a real impact on the team. But the other part of it is that Leafs get a couple four on fours. The game's tilting and it's feeling like all of a sudden Arizona is getting a little momentum. And what are the Leafs better at than just about everybody in the NHL four on four, they get a four on four and they score a goal and it changes yeah. the game again. It's a great like, point. You should be getting in scrums all the time, fellas. Yeah, more four on four. You're really good at it. <laughs> yeah, send you guys to the box and let the Leafs yeah. play four on four. It's one of your biggest yeah. advantages. So, yeah. yeah, hell yeah, the power play looks great. But they're good four on four too. And I, I just I mm-hmm. want to see more of that. I, not just because yeah. I'm an old guy who likes seeing teams stick up for one another. I yeah. love that you know Nylander threw a shoulder into Jersey. For sure, Jersey. I love it that he is. He's. He's both of our boy. We both love the guy. He's my the Owens Town guy for you. He's your son. Leafs traded him, but he is he is uh, genuinely a Leafs heel now. He he just is. Oh, he got yeah. booed in Toronto in front of his beautiful mother. <laughs> After getting <laughs> slashed in the head yeah. by Anvil, who got suspended for it. By, by the way, I see him all the time. I've seen him a bunch at the Jays games during the oh, summer. Like the good Jays. Toronto he's boy the loves Toronto the boy. Jays. He's always through. yeah, he's there all the time. I I hate that he's hated, but he's hated. He's he's yeah, he he's is. hated. He's He's there. Uh, yep. Also, uh, it's it's late. It's late. I'm taking shots. You guys oh, doing boy. this gush fest for Lawson Krause? Like, oh, trade everything for Lawson Krause. You guys all jumped on Kipper's take. Like, oh, Kipper, sure. You all bent the knee. You were like, yeah, I would do it for Lawson Krause. I would do it all for Lawson Krause. You guys bent the knee. Uh, oh, a lot of Lawson Krause moments for me again tonight. Like, I know he's a 20 goal scorer, but like, get out of here with this stuff. Like, he was he was he was lost out there. Uh, here's what I'll say. Bad take, I, yeah, buddy. Yeah, it also had 215,000 views on Twitter. Yeah. I don't think he cares about if it was good or not, but no. <laughs> um, uh, like, listen, I think the Easton Cowan thing is amazing, but if they're going to mm-hmm. trade him, I would much prefer it to be for a defenseman. And I said as much, maybe it yeah. wasn't in that clip, but like, if they're going to use that chip, it's for a defenseman, but I don't think they will. Here's, but boy, here's boy, here's the thing about Easton Cowan. You, you can tell him. that leaf. You can tell that leaf fans haven't had a top prospect in a while. 
Yeah. Like you, it's you like the, the one top prospect they've had in five years are like, you can never trade him. People are like, he's Doug Gilmore. I'm like, holy hell. Well, I'm, I'm not I'm not trading him for a 20 goal scorer who gets one shot on net against the Leafs tonight in 16. Yeah, like it's fair. just it's been absurd. Yeah. Fair. Anyway, I like sure. if you're trading top prospects, you're doing this because you're doing a big all in move for like a bona fide stud, stud, stud. And yeah, sure. I'm not watching Arizona Coyotes every night, but 20 goals. Neither am I. That, I will never watch it. them again. Oh, well, I guess yeah. I will next week when they come to Toronto. Yeah, I guess uh, maybe he doesn't want to play for Leafs. Maybe he saw the Kipper rumor. He's like, I better dog it tonight because I like playing in the desert. I don't want the pressure of playing in Toronto in front of those fans. We said uh, that today. It's like, this should be the top destination for free agents. If they had like a real rink, Arizona, they'd be like signing every free agent. They'd be like Vegas. Yeah. If they had like a real yeah. rink in Scottsdale. They yeah. would be like the most popular destination. But it's like, yeah, we play in a college rink. So no one yeah. plays here. It's weird. Anyways. Well, and there's also the taxes. The taxes, the taxes are not the same. Yeah, well, it's like in Vegas and Dallas, you get the taxes where it's just like yeah. no taxes. You still get you get taxed in Arizona. There's state uh, tax. tax. There. The tax man comes around, eh? Yeah, the boys like the the boys like money. The boys like money. <laughs> uh, last <laughs> thing for me, I'm gushing yeah. about Bobby McMahon again. The Tavares goal. Mm. Guess how it gets created? Bobby McMahon. The Bobby, Brody, big body Bobby, big body Bobby, Bobby the body, yeah. whatever you want to call him. <laughs> I, I was thinking uh, we call him Bobby Bobby, the, uh, Bobby the beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> like it just there's so many there's so many things for him right now but bobby I don't know how blue you wanted to go but i had a couple other ones <laughs> yeah i know where you're going <laughs> bobby big some uh <laughs> anyway big rod bob yeah oh that's a good one actually bobby bobby was just around it again all night the effort level just maintains this guy is getting an opportunity he's making the most yeah. of it but yeah, Absolutely. he creates the Tavares goal. He scores on the first play of the game. Why? Because old Bobby's in the dirty areas again, like yeah. completely unafraid, <laughs> going right to the net. Yeah. I just, four hits tonight, just adore the guy. Like, yep. what a find. And it should be noted, and I said it on my podcast, but I'll say it here. Guy had to clear waivers this year. Got to be a mm-hmm. lot of GMs out there right now who are watching him going, oh, I'm sure it's just a, pla-. they're hoping it's a flash in the pan. They're hoping that, Oh, Bobby, the body is going to cool off because he is, he, he is rolling, baby. He is Bob the bod. Yeah. yeah, Bob the bod. He's rolling. How is he not a penguin? That's the thing that surprises me the most. It's like, penguin's got the worst GM in hockey. Yeah, no, but like, but he was his guy. Like he was on the Marlies. He played for the Leafs. Like he's a reclamation kind of project. 27 year old rookie. That's like right up new as his alley. I can't believe he didn't claim him. Brother, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I was I was reading the I was I was on the Twitter the the anti dude was porn today where it was just all the pet he was trending and I went oh, click yeah. and it Bye. was a lot of mad penguins fans saying Hextall did a better job. I was like, Woof. Oh boy. I'm just saying they that he's doubling down on the core four again. He's doing the same move, the dice move. He's like, Yeah, that's yeah, all good. We're doing Can the I same thing. Can I tell you that? Our news and notes segment, which is quickly becoming our favorite on Real Kipper and Born, we did 25 minutes of bashing Dubas. Like it was yeah. a straight 25 minute bang of just crushing him. Yeah. Like the whole thing. Like I got out, we like turned off our mics. We're like, boy, sure hope his family wasn't listening. <laughs> like yeah. it was tough. <laughs> it was tough. Yeah, <laughs> you, walk away from, you walk away from the Leafs and you say that there's no other job you're going to take and then immediately go take the job that everybody was talking about you taking for the entire year. 
you can eat it. Like probably should have not had that press conference on Monday. Maybe just yeah. sign on the dotted line, old Kyle. Yeah, maybe probably should have done that. Maybe you should have just done that, brother. Maybe you should have yeah. done that. Anyways, uh, all right. Anything else from you? Let's shut it down. No, we're off yeah. there. We're off the Time rails. to go we're, to we're bed. Going to blue. <laughs> Time to go to bed. Yeah. Time before getting fired. At least no boss will ever see us. Hey, no snitching. Right? No. Everybody shut oh, up. Oh. Everybody. Omerta. Everybody, hush. All right. We'll see you tomorrow night. <laughs>